Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, all right, everybody. How are you all? This is Kim with Black Free Thinkers, and we are here to challenge you to think and love for yourself, not convert you. I'll say that again. This is Kim with Black Free Thinkers. We are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself, not convert you. So, y'all, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and a lot has happened. A whole bunch of shit has happened, you know, but, you know, we're doing okay now. So um, I don't even know where to start. It's been so long. Um, I know in February... I posted a picture of the Power Rising conference that I attended, and I was there, and Jen was there, and we had a good time. I mean, we had so much fun. Um, People were being themselves. We met a lot of different people. We had, you know, a number of um, well-known people there, and so it was interesting, you know, and I learned a lot. And that's, you know, the main reason why, I do enjoy going to some of these conferences because I pick up a lot of information that I otherwise would not even think about looking up, you know, or thinking about. So, again, you know, it challenges you. It kind of pushes you out of your comfort zone. What was interesting about that particular conference is that it was based, you know, it was focused and centered on black women and black women, you know, candidates for political office, black women as donors to these black women that are candidates and just, you know, self-care and healing and loving of black women, period. You know, and so I've learned a lot, you know, I've identified the five black women whose campaigns I want to make contributions to and, and all of that. And, oh, for those of you that are out there, if you're in the state of Georgia, Stacey Abrams is running for governor. And you know, send that sister some money and go out and vote for her because, you know, she's more than qualified. So I just wanted to make sure that I said that. But, um, you know, you know, I'll challenge you guys to go out there. Go out and look for some black women that are running for political office and support them. You know, of course you want to take a look at their platform and see what their political history has been, if any, you have a lot of black women that have never held political office running, and you know what, that's fine. To me, that's better, because at least they're not coming in with any type of preconceived notions, kind of like a blank slate. And so maybe we'll be able to get some changes made. You know, maybe they have some new, fresh ideas that will help, you know, the community. So any way you want to look at it, that's on you. But I do, you know, want to challenge you guys to go out and do some research to see who's running for office and, again, the the vote, the black woman vote, very powerful. You saw what happened in Alabama. You saw how um, the black women vote, you know, it, it swung the election. Now, I've talked about that before. The guy that won, 
you know, I had my reservations about him even before he won. And as soon as he won, well, you know, you heard some of what he said. So just go out and do some reading. It's important that you all do that. But, um, yeah, we had a good time just sitting back laughing and, you know, dancing. It was so funny. One part of, you know, at the end of a panel or what have you, um, they started, you know, with the church music, you know, gospel music. And it was so funny because me and Jen knew all the words, so we sit up there dancing with them, having a good time, laughing, looking at each other, and cracking up. It was like, how do you know that song? Right? So, <laughs> you know, and I'll be the first one to tell anyone, I do enjoy gospel music, so, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, we were sitting there, and then all of a sudden now we saw an altar call, and we were like, oh, okay, and... You know, so we kind of tipped on out the back at that point because, um, yeah, we didn't want to stand in anyone's way to receive what type of healing or self-care or, you know, expression that they wanted to give. We didn't want to be in the way of any of that. And, um, you know, with some people, that is their breakthrough. You know, that is what helps them to be able to face another day. Hell, for some of them, that's what it takes for them not to cuss you out and tell you what they really think about you. So, you know, again, you know, I've stated in the past, and I'll state it again. I am not anti-theist. I am not against the church. I am not against especially the black church. Now, the white church, we got some problems. And like I said last year, this relationship ain't quite working out, white church. And we'll get back to that because it's like, you know, this is my first show back in a while, and I really wanted to come on here and just slam the hell out of what I'm saying from these white evangelicals, you know. But unfortunately, my first show back is going to have to be about Kanye. And let me tell you guys up front, you know, the title of the show is We Are Black Free Thinkers But Not the Kanye Kind. But... um. Some of you all may not want to hear this, and I get it. But um, in my own way, I kind of feel bad for Kanye. I'm not talking about his politics. I'm not. I haven't even touched that yet. But um, Kanye is searching, and Kanye is trying to figure life out. He's trying to figure out who he is, where he stands, and I just think he's lost his focus. He's lost. And so, you know, we will critique what he said today. And, yes, we're going to laugh and joke about some things because sometimes that's the only thing you can do to keep from crying or to start adding him on, on you know, on Twitter, you know. But um, and you know what? The ridicule and the mocking that he's receiving, he deserves some of that. But I also want us to keep in mind that um, Kanye is sick. So, um, anyway, so I'm going to move on to something else before we get into the meat of the show. You know, I'm sitting back and I'm looking at everything that's happening. And, you know, of course, I got plenty of slams for 45 or, you know, the heat miser, pinky in the brain up there in D.C., but I'm like just laughing and just absolutely stunned because only in America can a white supremacist entitled white man 
who just kind of tripped his way into the presidency and his senile mouthpiece get do-overs. Talking about Giuliani is still learning. And disregard what I said earlier, says Giuliani. Wait a minute. You know, you all got to wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to confer with our lawyers and all of that so we can get our story straight, right? And a month from now, they're going to be telling us Trump wasn't even born at the time that Stormy is talking about. It must have happened in some type of parallel universe, you know. So don't believe the man behind the curtain, right? And so, you know, what's happening with that, I mean, look at it. This, I mean, there are no better examples than what's in front of us of white male privilege and entitlement. And they get what they call what, mulligans, do-overs, and do-overs, and do-overs, and do-overs, and do-overs, right? And I'm sitting here, and I'm absolutely amazed, just stunned at what's happening in the press and how it's a good chance that Donald Trump is going to get away with all of this shit. So, you know, I'm telling you guys, I'm not trying to bust anybody's bubble, but, you know, a lot of what is happening in regards to, like, like the money laundering and the cheating and, and, you know, tricking people out of property and just, you know, being just, I guess, you know, I can't even find the words for it, being people who have gained their riches, gained their wealth at the expense of others, especially the middle class, working class, and poor people, and especially if you're black or brown and red, these are who these people are, and they profit off the rest of us. They profit by keeping us oppressed. Like I said, anti-blackness is, you know, it's an industry, and it's a well-funded industry. And I know some people, you know, they're looking like, what the hell, but blackness has been commodified, period. Blackness, anti-blackness, it's, it's, they're all industries. And if you go back and you look to see who has profited the most from all of this, well, they won't necessarily look like me. But I'm pretty sure you knew that. And so what's funny about the situation with Pinky and the Brain up there is that Mike Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, Stormy's lawyer, is running circles around the entire Trump team. And this is Donald Trump and Cohen's worst nightmare. And I'm laughing because I'm here for it all because I'm just looking at this, and it is unbelievable how this story will not go away. And, you know, 45 did everything he could, you know, damn near declared nuclear war and all of this just to get the Stormy Daniels story out of out of the news cycle, and it has not happened. And, you know, what's interesting is Rod Rosen's thing is now coming out blasting. You know, he said uh, he's going to do his job, and he doesn't care who says what, and he will not be extorted. So he's not afraid of what may come from all of this. But um, I want you guys to keep paying attention to what's happening. And, you know, I thought Michelle Wolf was brilliant. And what she said about the press was absolutely correct. I mean, we've even said on this show about how Donald Trump is making the press, making them millions of dollars. And she was right in that assessment. 
they have been making millions of dollars off of this man, you know, high viewership ratings, you know, they're selling the books, you know, all of these things. So they're making money, and she's right. He's a gold mine, and they know he is, and he's clickbait, and they love the fact that he is clickbait, and they can talk about him and something that he does every day, several times a day. You know, they love they love his clickbait, but, see, they also hate. But what they hate is the fact that they love him. That's what they hate. I don't necessarily think they hate him. I, I think they don't give a damn about him. It's all about the bottom line. It's all about the dollars and cents and clickbait sales. So, you know, again, money is green. They, they look beyond color for that in most cases. I don't want nobody, you know, send me no email like, yeah, la, 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 la. No, I understand. That's why I said in most cases. And so, ha, you know, um, speaking of clickbait, Kanye, honey. Oh, so anyway, I'm going to go back to Trump because I'm going to come back to Kanye and the clickbait. But basically, um, well, it all kind of ties together. So was Kanye giving some shine to Pinky and the Brain? What happened is Trump is now fundraising off of Kanye. And Kanye has also raised the value of Candace Owens. And, you know, go out and take a look. And, you know, I'll give some details maybe a little bit later. I'll post a link about Candace Owens and where she came from and who she is. So what was interesting was um, Trump is trying to put together a rapper summit. I'm not sure if you all heard this or not. And, of course, you know, he's going to get Kanye to be there. And Trump is already, you know, celebrating Kanye because basically Reuters did a, did a poll, and they said black male support of Donald Trump has doubled because of Kanye. So, of course, Trump is happy. And, you know, he finally got some celebrity support, and he's going to milk it for everything it is. And, again, another example of whites capitalizing off of blacks, you know. And, you know, but see, in this case, Kanye seems like a willing vessel. You know, nobody tricked him. He walked into that hornet's nest. Now, whether he believes what he's saying or not, I don't know. But at this point in time, I have to take it that he does believe what he's saying because he knows exactly what he's doing. So I can only, you know, go by the words that he's put out there, and especially when I saw that TMZ um, interview. So I can only assume that Kanye means these things. And so what's interesting is, you know, with this Candace Owens, she has a show on Turning Point, which is a right-wing um podcast or show, webcast, what have you, a right-wing-based um, show. I've never seen an episode or heard an episode, so I don't really know a lot about it. And part of me wants to go and listen to a couple of shows. I'm going to go and listen to a couple of her shows. But what I will say is because of Kanye and Candace, Candace is going to be richer than she could ever imagine. Because, see, if you're one of those black people that are willing to put other black people in check and say things that most white people are afraid to say, um, you know, you're going to make some money. 
And you're going to get power, you're going to get celebrity, you're going to get all of these things. You know, let's welcome Raina to the show. Hey, Ray. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. I'm here talking about Kanye and Candace Owens and how basically yeah, Candace and, and, yeah, basically they're going to be right-wing response and example of every charge of racism. You know, now they have, you know, Candace, but we're not racist. Candace, they support us. So now they're going to be the new right-wing step example, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'm I sitting agree. back and I'm sitting out because, yeah, now I'm just tripping on the whole thing because it's like, Kanye, honey, come on. You know, and I was just sitting back reading some articles, and I'm like, you know it's bad when Will and Jada's kid criticize you. You know, because these are the kids walking not really. around quoting Ocean. <laughs> not really, because they, they be on some different <laughs> stuff. But, um, but uh, in any case, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand, like, why anybody's really tripping, because Kanye's been like this for a while now. Um, and even, like, yeah, in yeah. the Charlemagne interview that he did, when Charlemagne asked him why he, he supported Trump, he gave, like, the world's most shallow... Uh, you know, nonsensical answer, which was basically that um, that Trump winning, you know, that Trump's a winner and that Trump Trump proved that anything was possible. You know what I mean? That it was possible even for him yeah. to become president. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know, LeVar Burton actually was on um, somebody's local news show, and uh, he started talking mm-hmm. about Kanye. And, you know, he said, you know, he acknowledged, like, he's not a psychiatrist or anything, but he was saying, you know, this is, this is manic behavior. You know what I mean? And, um, and anyone who's seen manic behavior knows that it's manic behavior. But him, but it being, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to, like, say that, say that it's manic behavior to, like, you know, to um, stigmatize him or anything like that or put him down. You know what I mean? Um, exactly, I'm, but I'm saying it because that is that is the behavior that he's demonstrating. Um, you know, the uh, not necessarily he's always been conceited and he's always been um, <laughs> a bit uh, self-aggrandizing, but the but just the the tone and the pattern of his speech and how erratic his this, you know his discourse was. On TMZ, just right. it, it just reeks of it just it smacks of someone who's in a hyper hypermania. You know what I mean? And exactly. um, and that's what and I yeah, said and it's on just the really show. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. But that doesn't. But I don't think that I don't think that it explains necessarily what he said. You know what I mean? I feel right. like what he said is a reflection of how he truly feels. I don't think that that's necessarily a reflection of mental illness at all. You know what I mean? I think that he believes and stands by what he says. And I feel like he's felt these things for a very long time because the other thing that you have to remember about Kanye is Kanye, Kanye, while his father, you know, his mother were both activists and all that type of stuff, um, you know, and that he was 
that he had an upbringing which emphasized, you know, our struggle and, you know, our history. Um, Kanye mm-hmm. has been seeking the approval of of white people, particularly of the very elite white people, exactly. for a very long time. And the circles that he yep. he wants to enter into, um, the fashion industry in particular, um, those circles are are you know are basically ruled by <clears throat> you know um, by these long-standing elite white families, and he has exactly. not uh, received the sort of recognition and acceptance in those circles that he really has wanted. Right. And so I, that a lot of his um, attitude and his, um, his comments, I feel, are reflective of him wanting to be in, the, in those circles. And also being, you know, in, um, being in his own little bubble. He's in a bubble where he lives. He lives in a, he lives in a celebrity bubble, and he probably has, you know, surrounded himself by, with people who, um, who are not apt to point out his um, mental illness struggles, which he keeps calling them. Um, so someone, so in his interview with like Charlemagne, he said something about um, Charlemagne had referred to his, his mental breakdown, and Kanye referred to it as a breakthrough. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? And, I read that article uh, later. Yeah, so there's um, so I mean I feel like the people who are around him are not really checking him or, you know, gently guiding him towards the resources and support that he needs. And I feel like there are some right. reasons for that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, financial and you know people people feeling like their livelihood is tied to you know, to basically stroking his ego and, and, and saying yes to everything that he says and supporting him um, regardless. But, I mean, the way that the things that Kanye has expressed, they're not, they're not uncommon. They're not uncommon in rich black folks, and they're not uncommon in poor black folks. I know a lot of poor black people that think that way. And there are, um, it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate because um, a lot of these people also don't read. <laughs> they don't read. They don't understand history. Right. They don't understand right. capitalism. They don't understand white supremacy. They don't understand, you know, how how all of that has factored into how wealth is, you know, distributed. How wealth has been accumulated by whites and how it's been decimated in black communities. I mean, these are people who are not well versed in those conversations. And then you put someone like Candace Owens, who knows better. Yep. But is one of those people Very who has decided that it is better to get paid for saying mm-hmm. these horrible, inaccurate, ahistorical things about black people and our struggle. Um, it's better for her to get paid than for her to work on the side of, um, of, of the fight, of the struggle. She wants to get paid, and she knows exactly. that she can get paid. And I've seen... I've seen instances, I mean, there. I think there was a meeting um, around the time of the TMZ interview with um, some white media uh, guy, 
uh, with her and Kanye. So there's very clearly things that are in the works, you know what I mean, coming up for Candace and, and possibly Kanye or some kind of collaboration. Um, and I, I just, I just feel like people, like a lot of people are enabling him and they're enabling him because they think he's a genius. They're enabling him because of patriarchy. They're enabling him because, um, and, and when I say patriarchy, I just mean patriarchy in general, but then of course there's that other layer of patriarchy where in the black community, we feel that like our liberation is going to come somehow through the, the, uh, the redemption of black men, right? That like we must be invested right. in Kanye. And I don't think we need to be invested in Kanye. Kanye is invested in Kanye. Kanye is not invested in himself. Exactly. And I think one of the biggest, one of his, I think one of the worst things for Kanye is his audience, is his, is his fan base. That's primarily white, let's just be real about it. His, his fan base is primarily white. Exactly. But, but, even even amongst those that are not white, he has a problem because recently I just saw a clip of a performance that he did where he played, where he basically was like remixing or mixing um, bits of that song. I, I, I hesitate to call it a song. It's more, it's just oral garbage that lift yourself, which was, I, which was just really him trolling. <clears throat> but he's playing like, you know, he's looping it and he's like, you know, playing like little clips of it and mixing it with another song. And so you're hearing poopity scoos and scoopity poos and all that bull. And, <laughs> and his fans are going wild. His fans are going wild right. for this. I'm like, what is, what this, and I was thinking to myself, there's the problem. There is the whole fucking problem. Because exactly. Kanye, Kanye, this is why Kanye, like, he's a genius, because that is not good art. That says nothing. It has nothing to say. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even, like, okay, like, I, I'm one of those people, like, I can appreciate art that, like, a lot of people don't necessarily appreciate, right? Like, like, like there's things that um, people produce sometimes, and you'll be like, oh, it's just all white. It's like, yeah, but there's texture there, and there's, you know, there's lines. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm not, a, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, every, all art must be immediately accessible, right? But scoopity poop, seriously? Right. Scoopity poop, poopity scoop, all that BS for real? And then you're like, and then people are going crazy for it. And I'm like, this is the problem. It's like, I don't know if it's just that, our society has just dumbed itself down so significantly that this is what passes for yeah. for art, or if it's just that these people are invested in Kanye and him being somehow like a provocateur by saying these, you know, outrageous, you know, and wrong and 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 in this case, very stupid things, you know, stupidy poop. Right? right, like I don't know if that is I don't know right. what their investment in it is, but whatever their investment is, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for our society. It's not healthy for discourse around race. It's not healthy for Kanye. You know what I mean? And right, I know like we always say that there's like um, 
like like these celebrities have a responsibility to us, you know what I mean, or to society to set an example and to do all of these things. But I feel like I feel like we as consumers need to also be better. You know what I mean? Like we need to because we need to be accountable. We need to we need to make better decisions. And we need to um and we need to right. use our dollars wisely. And um it's just it's a real shame. It's it's a shame and a disgrace that Kanye in this day and age could say something like, you know, oh, slavery was a choice. You know, how he could shame our ancestors by saying things like, um, you know, they should have fought or if I had been a slave I would have fought. It's like you don't know what they did. Every day was a fight. <laughs> You know what I mean? Every day was right. a fight. So and every the fact day, that every black day people is a fight. Right. And 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 the fact that black people are still here is a testimony to our strength because not even the whites that, that owned us um in the past thought that we could survive without them. I mean, even even exactly. whites in the north. Even whites even whites in the north, even yep. though there was slavery in the north. Um even whites in the North, they thought that uh, within a few generations that black people would die out because they thought in- intellectually that we were children and that we couldn't, we could not survive without them. You know what I mean? So black people are resilient. Black people can survive and black people fight. That's what we do. That is our, that is our struggle. That is, that is what we're able to do. That's why we were able, that's why we were, that's why we became slaves because the people who were here could could not endure what they had what the whites were trying to put on them in terms of shadow slavery. That's why black people were brought right. here. You know, well, so because the we, Native Americans were dying off because they couldn't do all exactly. the hard work. That's that's exactly what I mean. Exactly, and between the disease and the hard work, they just weren't able to to hack it, and so we were brought in right. to 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 take over. And, you know, that's, and this is not to say that black people are, like, you know, um, racially superior or that the Native Americans were inferior. No one should have ever had to endure those things. And we are not super the human, the despite what people right. say. What did you say? I said we are not superhuman, despite what white people say. When they start oh, no, describing us as incredible incredible Holocaust, that's Absolutely it's not. Just no, absolutely not. You but, know, um, yeah. At the beginning of the show, yeah, no, I did talk bullshit. about Kanye, and I said, yeah, I said he's sick, and he is, and that's why I don't really want to trash him because, I mean, in some of the things that no, he talked about, no, trash him because what he about, says is trash. No, you should trash what he says because what oh, he says oh, is yeah, trash. No, no, no. And he's and, and Kanye has been oh, yeah, trash no, for gonna, a minute. I'm, I'm gonna. Tra- Right, but what I'm saying is, no, as far as the things that he said at the beginning of the show, I said there's no for what he said. So I'm separating all of that, you know, but um, at the end of the day, I still think he's sick. But the shit that he said was wrong, period. And you know I know that, and you know I believe that. Oh, yeah, you know, no, so, no, I know, but I, mean, I, don't, I, don't but, uh, that, I don't think that his, I don't think that his illness makes what he said, makes what, uh, makes what he said any less true to how he feels. Oh, no. It actually makes it you know even more mean? alarming because he's not getting the help that he needs, yeah. which is why I feel bad for him in my own way because you got all that money, 
You have all those people around you, but yet nobody will sit you down and tell you the truth and, and hold your hand. I mean, sometimes I feel like he just needs one of those people to hold his hand and go on there with him so that he can get no, I don't know. It's like it's like it's hard for me to feel bad for him, though, Kim. It really is because when I think about it, because I was just having this conversation with someone the other day, I was like, I know a lot of black women. I know a lot of black women who struggle with mental illness. I know a lot of them. Right, yeah. And they handle their shit. Yeah. We all do. Do you understand? They handle their shit. Yeah. They handle other people's shit. They handle other people's mental illnesses. You know what I mean? And, you know, oh, yeah. and maybe yeah, this has this a lot to do with the fact that in our community that black men are coddled and that they're treated like children and they're exactly. expected to be catered to and taken care of. But at the same time, like, I don't mm-hmm. feel bad for these black men, especially not men like Kanye, men who have money for therapy. He said that he doesn't believe it. He doesn't want to go to therapy. He said he's not against therapy, but right. he doesn't want to go to therapy. Because he right. want, you know the why he doesn't want to go to oh, therapy? Yeah, but no, well, he doesn't want to go to therapy because those people aren't going to tell him what he wants to hear. You know what I mean? Exactly. At the end of the day. Exactly, which is why I'm, I'm looking at the people around him. You know, because see, what Kanye said was trash. Let me get that straight. And, you know, when what's going on with him health-wise does not excuse the shit that he said. You know, but, no. uh, and, you know, we, we agree on point. But, um, yeah, now Kanye is going through some changes. The people around him, like you said, they are caught on him. And black men in general in this country, the black men, black boys are coddled, and white, I mean, sorry, and black women and black girls are basically, you know, we're forced to learn That's how to survive. We're forced to care for the whole we're, we're, We have to fend for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And for them. And for yep. them. And you know, and this is one of the reasons why, yeah, but this is one of the reasons why you have a lot of black women doing hands off, walking away, and and basically saying everybody for themselves. And, you know, Kanye kind of reminds me of them tofu dashiki people. You know, sometimes they want to talk about white supremacy and all of that, and yet, they believe in it, but they believe in it with a black face. And that's in regards to Kanye wanting to take over the fashion industry and some of the other things that he's doing out there. So they want to have the same power, celebrity, wealth, as the white powerful people that that they try to criticize at times or they try to emulate. And it's absolutely amazing, especially when I hear some of these tofu dashikis talking about, you know, racism and I'm like, you know, the same type of violence that is done on black people in general in this country, some of these tofu dashikis turn around and use that same type of violence on black women. And so, you know, it's it's just, it's wild. You know, mm-hmm. just looking at this in a more broader sense. But, um, you know, yeah, Kanye, they got some other shit going on, and I don't like how they're trying to bastardize freedom. And that's exactly what him and Candace are doing. So, you know, normally, you know, I don't really, I can't say I don't get into this shit. I get into into it on the show. But I ended up going back and forth with someone on Twitter. And so they got upset because they thought that I was defending Kanye. And I'm like, no, I'm defending free thinkers. 
And I said, you know, we're black free thinkers, but again, not the Kanye kind. And so he was trying to stump me, and he was like, name some black free thinkers. And I named, you know, several, and he was to say he didn't have anything else to say about that. Because I guess he thought, you know, but then once he figured out that we were on the same page in regards to what Kanye said being trash, you know, I'm just saying that black free thinkers, they're not all the same. It's not a monolith. You got some folks out here that agree with Kanye, and they may not even call themselves free thinkers. They call themselves right. something else. But they have the same belief system and ideology, ideological system that Kanye has. Right. And, you know, I'm seeing people of that particular ilk infiltrate a number of different communities. And what happens is um, because they're spewing white supremacy, they may or may not be aware of it. You know, Candace knows good and damn well what she's doing. But so do others. But they see it as the path to wealth and power. And it's all about getting paid. And I even stated that Mm -hmm. in interaction with the young person that I was going through on Twitter. I'm like, look, I don't believe none of the shit that Kanye and Candace said. This is only happening for Candace because she wants money and power, and she wants it quickly. And we all know that white people will pay black folks to keep other black folks in fact or to try to twist other black folks' thinking. You know, these are the safe people. And, you know, I did a talk in March at the Michigan Agency. I don't know if it's online yet. I haven't received the link. But at one point in the talk, I was talking about these large white organizations and institutions and how at some point they finally figure out, oh, well, we're talking about diversity. Maybe we need to get some black and brown people on the panel. And so they go and find black and brown people who basically recapitulate their talking points. And then they want to say, hey, we're inclusive. But I have to explain to the people that finding black and brown people who capitulate what you're saying, that's not inclusion. It's called tokenism. And when you all see the talk, you will hear the gasp in the room. Because it's true. It's true. You know what they say, fight me on it? It's true. <laughs> and anyone who knows me knows that, you know, at this point of my life, everything I've been through, I'm really like, fuck your feelings. Because you're going to have to get over that shit. But it's true. But, um, you know, Kanye, you know, it, it, the rhetoric that he's putting out there is dangerous for the rest of us. And I have to give credit to Van Lathan from TMZ. Um, TMZ. Because he back and he told Kanye, he was like, you know, uh, um, you know, basically told Kanye he didn't think Kanye was thinking anything, you know. Yeah. And basically, let me read the quote here. He replied, he says, I actually don't think you are thinking anything. While you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that comes from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our, for our people was a choice. And Roxanne Gay read Kanye for points, too. She said, I don't have the energy for nonsense 
But Kanye said slavery was a choice reiterates my previous statement about how dangerous his trite, shallow ramblings are. He is not a free thinker. He is a free moron who does not read. Do not forget me. And I'm going to post this article. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Roxanne is fierce. <laughs> Roxanne got it. Yeah. This is in the she meant that shit. It talks about Kanye. <laughs> huh? She meant so that shit. I'll put it in my story. But, okay. yeah. And so you had people like Jamil and Jelani and, you know, Did you hear what Janelle Monet said? Oh, yeah, Hello. yes, 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 I got that quote right here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, now Janelle Monet read him for points. She says, I believe in free thinking, but I don't believe in free thinking if it's rooted in or at the expense of the oppressed. Free thinking is used as fuel by oppressors to continue to oppress black people minorities. I think it's bullshit and not okay. She got in for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. She got in for that. When I when I when I you read know. that, I was like, "Yes, this is why I like Janelle." Okay. See. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. And so they've been kind of giving the rapper a hard time. So it's going to be interesting yes. watching how all of that comes about. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, Kim. And I mean, and it's like okay, and I'm going to say something because I'm going to say this because I feel it's true. No, black people do not have to be Democrats. This is true. I, 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 right. I'm, I, I'm in a wholehearted agreement with black people not being Democrats. But if you find yourself supporting the Republican Party at this point in time, you are on the wrong side of history. Right. Period. There is nothing. Exactly. There is no discussion because these people are not here for us. And we're also they are not here for the black people. Right. They are only here for themselves, for for white elites. They are there, and they are for the destruction exactly. of our communities. So if you if you support Trump right. or if you support the, this this Trump Republican Party because even Trump is trying to separate Republicans that don't set, uh, support him from the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. He's trying to basically paint them exactly. as enemies. So if you are a Trump supporting Republican, you are not on our oh, side. Yeah. You are not for black people, and and we might as well just give you a white robe and a white hood. And call it a day. That's how you know, like that's that's how dude, what was that show? You know, uh, not, Clayton not Bigsby. Ruckus, but the oh, show. You get Grizzly. That's funny as fuck. No, but no, no what that, I was not Grizzly. Bigsby. Bigsby. Big. Okay. But uh, what's so funny about that is um, we're talking about not only the ones who openly identify as being Republican and being on a Trump train and, you know, being carriers of the alt-right white supremacist talking points, we're talking about also the ones who may not publicly declare that, but watch their actions. Watch Mm -hmm. their actions and watch how they huck and buck for some of these white supremacists and especially the ones that enjoy going, you know, to... CPAC and certain portions of Lobby Day. So anyway, you know, what's getting me with this Kanye West thing, he says, here's his quote, free thinkers don't feel retaliation for your thoughts. The traditional thinkers are only using thoughts and words, but they are in a mental prison. 
you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't can't make me not love him. And so, you know, because he says he loves everybody, and Donald Trump is, is his brother, and something about dragon energy. What is that dragon energy shit, Randy? Can you explain that to don't me? Nobody, don't nobody know. Don't nobody know what the fuck he's talking about. Move on. Don't nobody know what that shit is, Kim. No. He don't uh, know what that shit is. He was in the middle of a manic episode. You can't ask nobody. You can't ask nobody what somebody means when it, when something was said in the middle of a manic episode. You don't know what the fuck that is. They don't know what the fuck that is. Because <laughs> you know, um, you know, we won't even talk about Charlie Sheen because all it does is take me all the way back. But um, you know, I was trying to figure out is that some new concoction of red Kool Aid? This dragon blood shit. This dragon energy. You know, I guess they throw some cherries. Girl. In there. Girl, you know, just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. Move on. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, you know what? I haven't even gone over to see what she had to say about Kanye. Did Erica oh, say anything You already know. You already know that whenever some black man does something, and no matter how stupid, how crazy, how fucked up it is, Erica is gonna try to find a way to try to make it all right. And that's and that's who she is. And that's why I have decided that I give no fucks what Erica Badu has to say if she's not singing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I don't care. I just. I have nowhere. I have. Like, I just, I already know. I know that I'm not going to cancel her because I fuck with her music. You know what I mean? So, right, 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 I, right, right. But I canceled Kanye because I, there's really been nothing in his music that's spoken to me in a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, occasionally right. he has a song and I'll be like, right. oh, that's all right. But it's not all right enough for me to spend money. So he's been canceled. Okay? But Erica right. has consistently put out enough music that I cannot cancel Erica without canceling a good deal of my music that I listen to. So for that reason, right. Erica will never be canceled. I just can't listen to anything she has to say regarding these black men and the crazy shit they might say and do. I don't have any words for it. You yeah. know? Oh. So, yeah, no, it's a trip, you know, just looking at all of this. And Kanye has no idea what he has set into motion and how dangerous this is. And, I mean, you're already feeling like you're walking around on eggshells trying to dodge damn mines and shit. And, and he put this out here and all of this, and he supports Candace Owens. And for those of you who do not understand or know who Candace is, basically, She's like a communications director for Turning Point, this right wing, whatever, right? And basically, she has called the Black Lives Matter movement. Basically, she says that they're spoiled toddlers who comprise its membership foster a victim mentality. And she called the Women's March on Washington a joke. And, you know, she's one of those types. You know, I mean, the, and, um, I mean, the first women's march certainly was a joke, but 
I definitely felt like the first one was certainly a joke. Um, I at least right. appreciate that they had they had better efforts at inclusion in the second one, and I um, and someone that I'm acquainted with was actually there speaking. So, um, so at least there's that. But yeah, I agree with her. The first one was garbage, you know. So, so oh, for yeah. those I mean, of y'all, people go back for those of y'all who want to say that that we're unreasonable here at Black Freethinkers. Just remember, I agreed with one thing that Candace Owens said. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Just wanted and to if they go back there. and they listen to my podcast, yeah, they listen to, like, a couple of podcasts after the march, they'll see exactly what I said. I said, you know, mm-hmm. I was not impressed, and the only reason why I did attend was to support the black and brown organizers and activists that helped to make that happen. And I stayed all mm-hmm. the way in the back, and I was only there for a short period of time. But I showed up to support them, mm-hmm. not necessarily right. the women's march in and of itself. And so, mm-hmm. and, um, and so it's just it's really interesting. But, um, you know, just looking at all of this shit, you know, we, Kanye has a lot of influence. And Candace has some influence. And, again, there are other ones out there. You know, in one particular community, I remember we were talking about the right-wing, alt-right, white nationalist, white supremacist influence, direction, and foundation. You know, we were vilified for bringing that all up and attacking it, and we walked away. And guess what the fuck has infiltrated it even more? The weeds have grown. You know, you see more weeds than you see grass. Funny how that works. And some of the people yep. that are coming to realization, you know, they're sitting back and they're like, took me a few years we didn't listen to these other folks. We're too late now. And especially those of you that are changing political parties because of convenience, don't think we forgot. Don't think we don't sit. And don't think we won't say. So, you know, it's just it's really interesting, but it's important that we keep an eye on this. Now, um, something that some people may not know, because I went back and I started reading the transcripts to some of this shit, and apparently Kanye has purchased 300 acres of land, and he's going to Yeah, he wants to build a community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in the interview with uh, Charlemagne. He showed Charlemagne the land he wants yeah. to build on. Yeah, yeah, don't drink the Kool-Aid, y'all. But they got food in the new Kool-Aid. It's a new version of nah. Sangria. Kanye Gria. Nah, we good. Kongria. We good. No. Oh, Kanye, you? Leave it alone. Can you give your extra Mm-mm. pineapple? No, we good. Go. I'm good. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, but he's going to build his own community, and he wants several communities, several different locations. And it's so funny because I just started watching Wild Wild Country uh, about Osho and how they turned Oregon upside down. Now, let me tell y'all, Raina is a troublemaker. Raina will call me up or inbox me and say, watch this shit. And half the time I'm hesitant, (laughs) and and because I got so much going on, most of the time I don't get to it or I just simply forget. Because, you know, Raina knows what's on my Yeah, you forget like 90% of the shit that I tell you. You do. Mm -hmm. Keep going. 
Yeah. But I don't necessarily forget. Some of it I store for later because I bring it up at the most, you know, odd times. Oh, didn't you say something about this? Yeah, Kim, I said that six months ago. All right, let's talk about it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm ready to talk. So I don't necessarily forget. I compartmentalize it. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. I like that best. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever so, makes you sleep better at night. Whatever. Brandon <laughs> <laughs> would tell me to watch this shit or to read something, and next thing I know, four hours later, I'm still watching the series, and I can't stop it because it's just unfreaking believable. So, you know, we're talking about Osho. Osho. So, I'm like, and it's called Wild Wild Country. It's on Netflix, you know, and I don't usually like to do, you know, public service announcements, but that shit right there will trip you out. So, I'm hoping that that's not it. And I don't know if Kanye's land is going to have all these damn pyramids and shit like some other folks did. Oh, no, that's the new Wabians. Oh, no, I haven't thought about the new Wabians in years. That would be some funny shit. <laughs> oh, man. You know, oh, man. I'm like, no, we don't need pyramids. We need a water slide. God damn it. You got mm-hmm. us in the middle of the desert. The fuck is wrong with you? For real. You know? For real. You know? For real. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to step away from that, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, don't don't even go for a visit. Don't drink the water. You know? Child. Don't do it. Child, it's not a good look. <laughs> See? Child, so. Child. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on from Candace. Y'all need to know who Candace is because there's going to be some upcoming projects with her and Kanye, you know, coming mm-hmm. out. And so my thing is, is that, you know, if you want to read it, you want to listen to it, whatever the hell they're going to do, that's fine. But, again, we encourage you guys to go and read books. I know I posted on my wall and on the page about, um, you know, someone wrote a, a think piece with Kanye and some books that he should read to to strengthen his free thinking. You know, the only reason why I'm doing this show is because I want to make sure everybody knows you know, yeah, we're black thinkers, but we're not the Kanye kind. Go back and look at our archives. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Blog Talk Radio. You can find it on Stitcher. And um, I haven't done it yet, but I need to go ahead and get us hooked up on Spotify. Podcast over there now. So mm-hmm. I need to write in so we can get on Spotify as well. But yeah, you guys, um, start reading books. And again, we we encourage you to challenge shit. You know, you know, challenge your rappers. Some of the stuff that they put out there, because some of it is you know, extremely dangerous, and some of these young folks take it for fact. And you know, with Kanye's listening base being so disproportionately white, he has to play to his base to sell the music. You know, but. Know, at the expense of us, and you have way too many you know people out here who try to capitalize off of black pain, off of black poverty, mm-hmm. off of black um, you know of history, and off the black community. I mean, you know, I've gotten people pissed off and you know, upset with me because when I talk about the inner city, 
Sometimes I refer to it as a reservation because that's what it is. Let me piss you off even more. Sometimes it's like a damn concentration. Driving around our community and releasing shit that you won't release your damn community. Or putting a landfill in the middle so, of it, or 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 a waste plant, or yeah, uh, yeah, incinerator. Like, all them damn kind towers. Of in, yeah, in the, in the tower. Don't forget the tower. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know, it's, it's, it's a lot to unpack, and you know, we don't have that type of time. And, you know, and again, I always, you know, I always encourage people go do your research. You don't even have to believe what we're saying on this show. I don't want you necessarily to believe me. I want you to trust but verify. Go and look it up. Prove me wrong. Go and look this up for yourself because I guarantee you, when you look this up, you're going to find a whole bunch of other shit that ain't quite right or kosher. And you're going to be like, why didn't I know about this? Why didn't they teach us about this? They're not going to teach you about this type of shit in school. Only thing in history that you're going to learn about is that you were once slaves. And they learned a quote of Duke Martin Luther King Jr. And let me see who else, because they don't like to talk about Malcolm X. They sure as hell don't like to talk about Matt Turner and, um, you know, folks like that, you know, people that they deem safe. But see, if you go back and you read, you'll find out towards the end that Martin Luther King Jr. had become radicalized. Well, the other thing is, is like they'll teach you about Frederick Douglass, but I would say they'll they'll even teach you about Frederick Douglass, but they won't teach you about like the Frederick Douglass that was you know talking about you know the carceral system, you know challenging you know um, the way that um, that chain gangs worked and all that kind of stuff, or you know challenging um, segregation and all that type of stuff, challenging you know the the voting laws, you know what I mean? You're not going to hear about that, Frederick Douglass. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they'll teach you about Carver and then throw a recipe Hell, up even... on how to make peanut butter. Hell, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm just... I, I, was, I know, but I was going to say, hell, they didn't even teach about um, about Frederick Douglass having a um, a government appoint, appointment, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so it's um, it's it's a trip out here. You know what's going on and what these people are doing. But um, you know, just like I said, be careful because you have these folks out here, and like I said, with the Candace person, you know, saying that police brutality is not an issue that is facing the black community whatsoever. What the fuck? I'm just, you know. I wouldn't even have a conversation with this woman. Mm-mm. I couldn't. Because I would end up cussing at her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would end up cussing. You know, you, you already know. You know, I have a lot of patience. A lot of patience. Too much patience. But, um, so, so anyway, ha, I'm glad that I'm back. You know, I did not make any promises as to, you know, it, the podcast, you know, if I'm going to do one every week, 
week or once a month or whatever. I'm just going to do the best that I can um, to put stuff out here. But um, you're going to start, you know, I hope we don't start seeing West Kanye trying to galvanize his support base to support folks like Pinky and the Brand. I of hope course not. he will. Of because course he will. You think so? Absolutely. They're gonna use. I they're gonna use this. They're gonna I use him it. up. They're gonna use all. Well, yeah, they're already. He has to offer. Mhm. Yep. Well, you know they're trying to put together a rapper summit now. Yeah, I know. You know? I heard. See, they fired. I heard. They, yeah, they fired Omarosa too soon. Mhm. No, no, right. they fired her just so in time because they probably would have, because it would have been a fight. Because you know how Omarosa is, and a lot of these, a lot of these brothers, they don't like black women anyway. So then you want to put them in front of a yeah. black woman like Omarosa? That wouldn't have gone too well. You know? <laughs> do you think they would have? Do you think they would have called her a Negro bed lynch? Girl, they, most of these, most of these rappers don't know what that is. They don't know. You know, not unless not unless they listen to Tariq Nasheed, and probably most of them don't. Because let's just face it, Tariq Nasheed is trash. I mean, they might have seen uh, they might have seen Hidden Colors, but they don't watch him enough or pay attention to him enough to be calling nobody no Negro bedwinch. So, so. Oh yeah. Well, check it out. Let me read something to y'all because, like I said, you know, um, Trump is now fundraising off of Kanye's endorsement or what have you. But this here, that says, don't be silent. The American people do not want to be told what to think or who to support. Group think is a mandate in today's society, and when a free thinker like Kanye West speaks the truth, they attack him. We support Kanye's in his mind, even if it, sometimes we do not agree on it. Do not let them side you. Get your red M A G A hat today, MAGA. So, you know, I'm just outdone. And when I say outdone, it's like I got a whole bunch of shit that I want to say, but it's going to come out all fucking wrong. And I know it will. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to leave it alone. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure what kind of free thought Kanye and Candace are into, but if you go and you look at archives, you know, you can find us on Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, and um, iTunes. Go and just look at some of the headings. Look at some of the show titles. Ain't, ain't shit white supremacists about any of that. So, you know, again, we condemn the white supremacist rhetoric coming out of Kanye West's mouth. We don't agree with it, not at all. And, I, you know, I tweeted back at somebody that Kanye is a circus act. And if you go back to one of our shows with Don, you know, before Donald Trump won, I was talking about how we, I saw the whole thing as a three-ring circus. And basically, you know, um, the American public was in one of those rings, and how everybody was scared to try to leave because it was a rumor going around that it was an electrified force field around it, and nobody wanted to be electrocuted or be a crispy critter. But out there in the audience was the press. 
And it's still the same thing now. You know, you know, Kanye didn't necessarily try to penetrate, you know, the force field. But what he did is he went down there and found him a little bicycle and three things to juggle and turned it into an act. And that's how I see this shit. Kanye fucking knows better. His mother did not raise him to be this fucking ignorant. His mother was an English teacher. They had books in his house. Well, I mean, he, you know, he probably stopped cracking them after he left her house. That's the problem. You know, just sitting back and looking at all of this. So, um, yeah, I'm going to post some articles and all that shit a little bit later. But, you know, we just wanted to come back, or I just wanted to come back and say hi to you guys, but, you know, I forgot about you. You know, it's a shame that my first show back had to be about Kanye. Dude, really? You know, and I'm from Chicago just like you. Dude, you know, what the hell? You know, um, you know, the way that I see it, if, you know, Kanye doesn't want to read books, that's fine. But can you at least build a few libraries in some of the, you know, underprivileged communities in Chicago? Well, you know what? I would say hold off on that because in Chicago what's happening now is gentrification. So they're building the Obama library, you know, in in a neighborhood that was normally disenfranchised, right? So what they're doing is they're pushing the blacks out of that neighborhood. The rents are going up exponentially. You had a lot of um, white people buying up the property for cheap. And basically they're going to try to flip it and sell it because of the proximity to the presidential library for Obama. And so I guess we've got to wait until we figure out where all the black folks are going to settle and then build the libraries. And, you know, if um, if Kanye, you know, does build some libraries, I'll be the first one to say I'll, I'll give you a donation of $1,000 towards books. Build the library. Kim, he's not going to do that shit. Anyway, <laughs> you're not gonna do that shit. But, well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna out of my pocket a thousand dollars for some books in that library. Yeah, but Kim, I mean, I get you. I heard you. I hear you, and I know that you mean it. But that's but he's not gonna do that shit. You better hold. You better not hold your breath on that. I'm just letting you know. So, don't hold your breath. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, ain't just, it? Just don't hold your breath. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it's crazy. I mean, I've been giving up on Kanye. I don't know. I mean, it seems like everybody else is, is you know, feeling like, you know, they don't know who he is or, you know, where this is coming from. I know exactly where this is coming from. Kanye's been on this stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, Kanye's been, been saying these things from the very beginning. But see, this is the thing, and see, this is something that I know you know to be a fact. I don't listen to a lot of the music like that, like kind of, you know, maybe a song or two that they play so much on a damn radio, you have no choice but to start singing it and liking it, like that damn happy song. I hate that song, but every time it comes on, I'm, you know, moving my feet, right? But, um, mm. I was, you know, I like some of Kanye's music, but I was never into it like that. You know, mm. now Kendrick Lamar, when he came, I, I was digging him from the beginning. I listened to his shit. Don't get too comfortable you know. with Kendrick. 
Don't get too comfortable with Kendrick. Oh hell no. I'm sure I'm sure he will I'm sure he will Oh yeah. But I'm just saying I I I don't put it past him to have a Kanye moment. At least at least right now most of what he'll say will be some, you know, some pro black stuff. You know what I mean? But I don't put it past him to have a Kanye moment. So just wait for it. Oh yeah. I mean it's inevitable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they just want to pull it, which I'm sure surprised mm-hmm. the fuck out of him, you know. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, I have turned into, you know, some of the older people, like some of my aunts, some of my older cousins and my, my siblings who are much older than me, turn on the radio mm-hmm. and be like, what the hell is this? Who sings this shit? And my great nieces and nephews, because see, now my, my nieces and nephews are around the same age as me, and we all be sitting there being confused. What the, what, what the hell did he just say? What was the name of that song? Who sang that shit? I feel so old. So, I don't know. Raina, is there any hope? I already told you several times. I gave up on him. I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not invested in Kanye. I'm not invested in. I'm not even invested in Kanye coming back from all this. I'm really not. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not invested in it, but it's like it's just, you know, it's like when you see someone like that, and you start there, you start seeing that their foundation and even their very selves, you know, uh, you start seeing it crumbling. Starting to implode. And you yeah, know, but those are two separate issues. Because even if he, because even if he gets all that resolved, he's still saying he's still saying and believing this bullshit over here. So I'm saying I, I hope for his recovery. You know what I mean? Because he, because no one deserves to, no one deserves to suffer through mental health issues. You deserve, you deserve right. health, and you deserve wellness, right? But I'm mm-hmm. not in, I'm not I'm not invested in his mental health. I'm not invested in his recovery in his in his um his his uh, growth in terms of his beliefs. I'm not invested in either of those things. You know what I mean? I hope that exactly. he does, but I'm not invested in either of those things because first of all, he also has to want those things for himself. And he doesn't seem to want those exactly. things himself. He even said in his interview that he that he's down to one pill a week. You know what I mean? And yep. you know, if anybody knows anything about mental health issues and all that, and 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 um, chemical dis- uh, imbalances, him taking one pill per week ain't gonna cut it, especially not for the for the behavior exactly. that he demonstrated on TMZ. You understand? Right. So he. <laughs> So exactly. he's got to want those things for himself, and it's going to exactly. it's going to keep him having another crash for him to come to that, or another yeah. crash, or maybe another several crashes for him to come to that realization. But yeah. I keep all that separate and apart from everything that he said because everything that he said, he believes. He believes that shit. Yeah. He believes that he's a genius. I'm not they sure won't. that he is. A, I think that he's very talented, but I would never. I would not say that Kanye West is a genius. 
I think he's extremely talented, but I think he's far from a genius. I really do. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's been saying this shit from day one, and you're absolutely right, you know, for those of us. Well, some of you are fans. I'm not a fan. I'm not even really familiar with his catalog. But, you know, just as a person looking at him, but the thing is is that we're, we're, we're making mistakes, some of us out here, is, again, we are, as Raina said, more invested in his health and in his growth more than he is. You know, and it's like we care more about what's going on with him than he is. And we're just spinning our wheels out here. But that doesn't mean that we don't wish him a speedy recovery, whatever that may be or whatever that may look like. But um, damn, Kanye, you know, dude. All right, so, you know, it's going to be interesting. Just let that go, so, like Kim, said, he's down. it's easier. I, oh, no, 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 I, I let it go. I just have to say that. You know, like Raina said, he's down to one pill a week. He's talking about how he was drugged out and all of that and going on. So, again, I, you know, I was talking about we were breaking down Kanye's latest sophistry. You know, if he's going to have more... Um, episodes like the ones he's been having recently, the one on Twitter, the one on TMZ. We are in for a roller coaster ride. And um No No, y'all in for a roller coaster ride. Raina's gonna be like Raina gonna be over here painting her nails. Like, I don't know why y'all don't just turn him off. Just turn him <laughs> off. Like don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, but it's like if nothing else, I thought it was imperative to do this show so people can know that, you know, some of the commentary I saw out there is that people who identify as free thinkers have taken on the oppressor's ideology. You know, with us and this show, it's far from that. As a matter of fact, some of the oppressors in the community that we were once a part of, that we walked away from, they claim to be social justice warriors or feminists or, you know, humanists or whatever it is. And I can literally tell you, they hated a lot of the shit that we talked about or that I talked about, even though they stole a lot of the concepts and, and, and they stole, stole a lot of the language and, and terminology and the understanding, but they never want to give credit where it's due. But it's okay because we know better. But at the same time, it's frustrating. But um, yeah, yeah, being a free thinker or free thought, at least over here, it is not based in white supremacy or oppression of black, brown, red, yellow people. We're not those types of free thinkers. So um, yeah, we have no time for that particular free thought. So if you're that kind, you're going to find some in all of these different, you know, subcultures out here. Good luck with that. But you're barking up the wrong tree here. So, Raina, thank you for calling in today. I'm going to have to let yeah, you awesome. go. You know, I mean, I'm just going to have to avert my eyes from that. And it's hard. I mean, they had a skit on SNL, basically, about y'all. Because... <laughs> They were talking about, so um, there's this movie, The Quiet Place. Have you heard of it? No, it's basically about. Go ahead. It's in the theaters. You're not going to go see it. It's just 
<laughs> don't even put it on the list. Then. You're not oh, gonna like it. Anyway, let's not start anyway. that movie now. Don't even, Go ahead. don't even, okay. don't even bother. Don't even bother. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a horror movie about this place where like there's these monsters and they can't see you but they can hear you, and so there's like a group of people walking through this little field area and like. Uh, Donald Glover was posting Saturday Night Live, so his character is like looking at Twitter, <laughs> walking through this field, and he's like, oh, "Guys, I have to tell you something." He's whispering, obviously. He's like, um, "He's like, he's like, Kanye just tweeted something." Then like, who cares? And he's like, he's wearing a MAGA hat and it's signed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so like, they just keep going through all the tweets and stuff. It was, it was just crazy. It's crazy. You have to see it. But basically, the whole thing is the whole point is to just stop feeding into the nonsense. Don't listen to Kanye. Mute yeah. his ass. Mute R. Kelly. Mute right. Kanye. Yes. <laughs> but we're muting them for yes. two separate reasons. Let's not put them in the same boat. But we're muting Kanye because he's on nonsense. Muting R. Kelly because yeah. you know, he's a pederast. But, you know. We're, exactly. you know, we're, we got a That's a fancy folks. word, pedophile or febophile, you guys. A febophile. Yeah. Anyway, look it up. Look it up, you know. Um, uh, and Bill Cosby has sliced dice muted and a whole bunch of other shit going on. Oh, and that's one other thing I wanted to say. You know, Camille Cosby and others likened um, Bill Cosby's conviction as to a lynching. A lynching. Know, same thing they did with Clarence Thomas. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? No, no, no. I said to a lynching. I was I was just I was saying the same thing as you were saying it. That's okay. <laughs> but you know what? You know, sometimes I'll be thinking one thing and another word comes out, so I'm like, Oh Lord, what did I say? No, no, so no, you're good. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> they likened it to a lynching. And the thing is, is that we've seen that argument from a number of black men in different scenarios over the years. You know, it was one a couple of years ago that Raina called out that was hilarious as fuck. But let me go ahead and tell you, you know, for someone on Twitter, I don't remember who said this, but it's the honest to goodness truth. Ain't no black man ever been lynched for committing crimes against a black woman. Never. Can you give me an example, Raina? Nope. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. I mean, in this case, obviously, Cosby wasn't uh, the, the the case where the where they were that they were litigating or whatever. This involved a white woman, a white woman who had right. previously won a lawsuit against him. You know what I mean? So right. that's like that's like one right. of the things that kind of that kind of tripped me out about the whole thing because no, there didn't need to be physical evidence. They had a trial. They had a trial. Right. Where where it, where evidence was presented and the evidence was sufficient enough at that time to suggest that he was liable for rape and that he owed her money. Then we subsequently had right. sixty or uh, sixty other women to come out and to substantiate what she said because they had similar stories, they had similar encounters. Right. And then there's right. other there's other bits and pieces, 
you know, just in his in his sort of his sort of life trajectory and sort of the things that he was involved in and even some of his comedy. But the thing I think that was probably most damning in his case was the fact that he had prescriptions, several prescriptions over the years for Quaaludes that he wasn't using for himself, that he admitted he was giving to women. Right. Now, he didn't admit to the, he didn't admit to exactly. necessarily drugging them without their consent, but he admitted that he got the prescriptions specifically to give to women. And if one is getting that many prescriptions right. over the course of one's life, it stands to reason that you were probably drugging the fuck out of them without their knowledge. I'm just saying. Exactly. So. Now, uh, now, let's, now, and I just, and I told people, I've told people, people, black men have been convicted on less, on far less exactly. than what Cosby exactly. was convicted on. So if you want to cry for black men, cry for those black men. Cry for the wrongfully convicted black men, okay, who, has, who, who didn't have Cosby's lawyers, his fame, you know, his money to protect them the way that he, that he had those things to protect him. Okay, cry for those men. Don't cry for this man over here, okay? Don't do it. Right. It also tells me what side. So, of, it also tells know. me. It also tells tells me something about who you are and whether or not you're a safe person. Because any black man who's going to sit up here and defend Bill Cosby, you know, and saying that that he shouldn't be convicted if these other ones aren't convicted too, is basically telling me that they believe that the purpose of life, the purpose of one's life as a black man, should be to account to gather as much wealth and power as one can attain so that one can avoid um, avoid having to uh, deal with the consequences of one's actions like rich white men do. But we should we should be tearing we should be we should be fighting we can fight on both fronts. We can also say, okay, well we fought this battle with Cosby, but we should also do this thing with Weinstein. But y'all not really concerned about Weinstein. You only bring up Weinstein because you don't want to see Cosby face consequences for his actions. Because just mm-hmm. like these incels, these incels out here, you believe that men are, are entitled to pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And that when you're rich in particular, oh, that you're entitled to those things. And that you you somehow believe oh, even that a man... Oh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, finish what you were saying. I'm tripping. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, and that, um, and that, man, I'm losing my train of thought. And that basically, that, um, dang, I lost it. It's gone. Go ahead, Kim. Oh, sorry, but you were talking about the incest. And I'm sitting back because, you know, that's a whole culture right there in which they feel that they are entitled to have sex with women. Whether you want to give them sex or not, they are entitled to your damn pussy. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and we've seen a number of examples of this. Hell, it was a mass shooting behind, you know, one guy because he was angry because no no woman that he wanted wanted to be with him. And so, you know, and, and involuntary I was going to say, incel stands for involuntary celibacy, for those of you that are wondering what incel means. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I probably should have done that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, 
Well, I was the one who used the word first, so I should have defined it. But, but yeah. So I mean, the the point is, is that you know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of men, and that's been the you know the defense of Cosby. Why would he have to drug these women? He was rich and famous. He could have had any woman that he wanted. Well, yeah, he could have. I mean, you should ask him why he needed to drug these women. Obviously, it wasn't about about the sex. Because a, a couple of those women actually said that they would have had sex for the asking. That he did, and one of the right. women was a girlfriend of his. Would have had sex with him for the mm-hmm. asking. But he, but he, right. for whatever reason, needed to drug her in order to get off. Yeah. So. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. you know, so, I mean we don't know what people, we don't always know what people. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Sid. You don't always know. We don't always necessarily know what people's motivations are, right? But I mean, you know, we just have to we just have to deal with what it is. I mean, you know, either either you are the kind of person who thinks that women that women lie about rape so often that we can discount sixty women. Sixty, six zero coming forward. I don't know mm-hmm. that I can name sixty people that I know. You know what I mean? In my life. Okay. <laughs> so it is hard for me to imagine that there are 60 people who would be able to say not only that they know me, but that I did something wrong to them. You understand what I'm saying? Right. It would be hard for me to believe that. Right. But, I mean, it, you know, it's, it, it's like the same thing with him. It's like, you know, I, it's hard to believe especially that, that all 60 of those women are lying, especially when you have – these other pieces of corroborating evidence, like him getting these prescriptions for Quaaludes, and then just sort of the the hanging out at the Playboy Mansion, hanging out with Hugh Hefner, who was also known for giving Quaaludes to women. You know what I mean? Hanging out with you know, um, you know, just hanging out with all these different women and being a Playboy. You know what I'm saying? Having a child out of wedlock. Right. You know what I'm saying? All of these things. You know what I mean? You put them together, it's hard to imagine that all 60 of them are lying. Even if you thought that only one of them was telling the truth, that's one too many. One too many. Right. Exactly. 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 You know, and, um, you know, it's the whole thing is a mess, but um, condolences to the Cosby family for the loss, you know, of their daughter. You know, I will say, you know, that was tragic as far as that's concerned. But um, there's a hashtag out there, Mute R. Kelly. And I fully support that hashtag. I fully support that particular movement. What's so funny is he had a concert scheduled here in Chicago, and that shit got shut down. He ends up camping. And that's happening all across the country. And so now you have um, people in the industry that are now willing to speak up and say what they knew about it. And I think, well, um, R. Kelly, I think his manager quit and a whole bunch of other folks. I guess they yeah, it was his lawyer and his personal too. assistant. It was his lawyer and his personal assistant. Yeah. 
And it was behind this latest allegation that he drugged the 19-year-old. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But there's also a hashtag for his followers. His followers uh, have a hashtag, too. They have one called Turn R. Kelly Up. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Mm Mm-hmm. They have one, too. Turn Up R. Kelly or whatever. It's... Yeah, it's 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 wild, you know. These people, his fans, his fans, his fans are diehards for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, it's just the whole thing interesting, if you will. Um, you know that Me Too hashtag. Me Too is um, is powerful, absolutely powerful. You know, and and also with the time up, you know, that thing. And uh, you know, we've seen the incident most recently with me with times up. It's so funny because the person that uh, was the center of that was someone who um, didn't like me. And didn't like Raina for whatever reason. And we know what the reasons are. We challenge that white supremacy, male privilege bullshit that they were spouting. Only to find out that they were behaving the same way. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. So, la-da-da-da. And what the hell is going on? Anyway. Um, you know, it's been interesting. Um, earlier this year when I was at the Power Rise, I went and I um, spent some time with my sister's kids. You know, my sister is the one that passed away in 2017, and it was the first anniversary of her death, and so I went to spend some time with her two daughters and the two great, the two granddaughters, and the oldest boy was there. And so, you know, went to dinner, hung out, talked. And it was really good to see them and to be there to support them through, you know, a tough time. But, um, you know, my best buddy, my sister, she knew because she told her husband, you know, six months before she died, that Kim is going to be where Kim needs to be when, you know, Kim is going to be where she needs to be when she needs to be there. And so she knew that I was going to look after her kids, look after her family. You know, 20-plus years of friendship, that was one of the hardest things I ever had to do, you know, say goodbye to her. And so, um, you know, that's why, you know, you'll probably see me when I probably see wearing, you know, some stuff for breast cancer and somebody really close to me is battling cancer. And it's just, it's been rough. But we'll make it through. So anyway, this is Kim. That's Raina. We're Black Free Thinkers. We're here to challenge you to think a little for yourself, not convert you. And one more game. We are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself, not convert you. We are Black Free Thinkers, but not the Kanye kind. All right, y'all. So we are out of here. Y'all take it easy and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.